Hey guys, my name's Echo Kellum. I play Curtis Hall, aka Mr. Terrific, on CW Arrow, and you're listening to Neil Before Pod. Neil Before Blog presents Neil Before Pod. Welcome to an impromptu episode of Neil Before Pod. We have managed to react to news very quickly because it's important to us. So here to react to some news is Andrew. Hello. And I, Chris. I am reacting. Yes. Hello. I am also reacting. Yeah. And that doesn't mean acting again. It's a little friends joke for you there. Well, yeah. We're not here to talk about friends. That ended quite some time ago. Um, I think it's just been taken off Netflix though, so you could cry about that if you want. Uh, but we're here to cry about the fact that uh, as of yesterday, at the time of recording, uh, it was announced that Arrow will be finishing its run next, no, this year, next season, which happens this year, um, with a 10 episode final season, season 8. Stephen Amell himself broke the news in a video where he almost burst into tears on Facebook. I was visibly moved while watching this video. Um, so I think, considering all the coverage we give this show, considering the many, 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 many hours I spend writing about it, I feel like we should talk about it. Um, I'm going to warn against spoilers right now, because we might spoil kind of goings-on that are happening in this season, so if you're not up to date, beware. So I guess we'll start with reaction to the news. Uh, Chris, when you heard about it, how did you react? A little bit sad, thinking? to be honest. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a shame, though I'm not 100% surprised by the news. I think we've all been speculating a little bit. I think we might have even speculated on the podcast uh, about uh, the potential of definitely sort of Stephen Amell stepping down. Um, but we weren't sure if the programme would go at the same time. And it seems that they've taken the decision that if he's stepping down, then they're just going to wrap it up nicely and sort of give it a finale. Um, but yeah, a bit, a bit, a bit sad. But um, do you know what? If they've got a solid plan for the, I think it's 10 episodes that they've talked about, then yeah, I'm, I'm, do you know what? Go out on a high. Yeah. What did you think, Andrew? Yeah, I, I, I was kind of same in in like it's disappointing news because I certainly do enjoy Arrow quite a bit, but yeah, but at the same time I I, I, I felt it was it, it, it like it was it was kind of it was kind of inevitable it was that it was going to happen sooner or later just because like uh, doing the Order Queen is 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 such a physically demanding role and. And yeah, and even though Stephen Amell is insanely athletic, I mean he's he's not he's not getting younger, uh, and and there's and there's going to come to a point where 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 he 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 wouldn't, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be able to bring that same physicality that the, that the role would require. And I think it was a good decision of it on his part to to bow out and for that that actually actually happens. No, I. I kind of agree. I was I was actually gutted. I've kind of followed Arrow since day one. I absolutely love it. I think at the moment it's the strongest of the Arrowverse shows. Um, it's had its ups and downs, but what show hasn't? But I'm encouraged by the fact that they've said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take season eight and wrap it up." So it's not that it's been cancelled. It's that we're giving you this end point. Um, 
end your story, basically. Uh, as you said, Chris, we've been talking about it for a while, how last season they did the kind of Diggle as Green Arrow thing for a little while while Oliver Queen was still doing mayor stuff in the show and that that was kind of okay, it kind of worked because it gave you a suggestion that the Arrow or the Green Arrow mantle is a legacy that can be passed down and they've been sort of playing with that this year as well a little bit um, so it's, the fact is it's the end of Stephen Amell's commitment he's 37 years old at the moment it's a physically demanding role which he said himself um, in his video as well, I think uh, he put it brilliantly when he talked about when he started the show he was just you know he was just dating someone now he's a husband and father um being in vancouver is an enormous strain on his family so it's time to it's time to focus on that personal professional reasons absolutely not not a problem uh, he's given eight years of his life to the show and i think that um i think every fan should be grateful for that you know he could have it could have been over by now. He could have probably gotten out of his contract if he wanted to, but he clearly loves it, doesn't he? I, I think so. I mean, he always he always seems quite warm when approaching the fans about it. It it must. I think there's there's elements of it that must be really difficult to shoot and really annoying. There must be the bad days, but it does seem like a cast that genuinely gets along. And I think the fact that they you know they they do the sort of crossover stuff sort of brings in different elements allows them to sort of stretch muscles that they don't do very often and yeah I, I i get that he's 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 donated this much time or given this much time to it 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 seems unfair to sort of go yeah but i want him to stay so you stay forever and you know you will always be this character you're right in the fact that they've kind of cast their net out a little bit i don't know if it was done on purpose from that point of view of looking at legacy and moving on, that they went, all right, let's try Diggle for a bit. Does this sort of work with Oliver in a supporting role where he drops in every once in a while? Uh, all right, well, maybe not. Okay, let's try another, you know, another Green Arrow. Is this going to work when I'm sort of floating about in the background? Is I like a consultant? No, all right, yeah, not quite. So maybe they've just went, do you know what, if we can't find, you know, someone to replace the... Oliver's character in that way uh, wrap it up you know they've they've tried different angles if that is what they've been doing it might not have been they might have just been that's that's the way the story was going so that's what they've done but it's sort of given a sampling of that and if they've not come up with a neat way of doing it that sort of satisfies everyone then yeah wrap it up yeah it's I feel like it has been kind of winding down for a little while as well you know you've got the kind of They've hit a couple of point of no returns in in terms of storytelling, so that everyone knows the secret identity thing. You know, he won't be able to come back as another Green Arrow who's who's a secret identity once again. Like the fact that that happened a second time is ludicrous. Mm. You know, never mind the third time. It's like no, no, no. I'm a completely different guy to the guy before. I'm just the same height, same build, and uh, look kind of the same if you get close enough. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. I'm a different Green Arrow. And to prove it, here's me and Oliver Queen standing next to each other. Somehow, <laughs> it's like I'll call my shapeshifter friend from another universe. He'll help. You know, it's, please um, ignore this elaborate set of mirrors that I have assembled. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see any mirrors. What are you talking about? Please, pay no attention to the man, to man with the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's it's possibly the right time. I mean, seven years is a long time. Eight years. You know, it is a long time for a TV show. 
uh, or superhero TV show. I mean, Smallville had ten. It's it's kind of gotten because I like a male in this role, and it's. I mean, I think people have had doubt over whether his kind of his a. Uh, interactions with the fans were kind of an elaborate marketing stunt because they talk about how, how much he gets paid for convention appearances and stuff and it's like well okay he gets paid a lot well done mate for negotiating that kind of fee for appearances mm-hmm. because I wish I could um, I'm still negotiating my appearance fee at, at upcoming conventions so <laughs> <laughs> currently, um, currently I'm offering them nothing and they're not letting me attend I don't know why but uh, <laughs> Please, I'll show up for free. Just give me a place to stand. And me and Andrew's co-hosts are twenty percent less than Craig, and we're not getting <laughs> hired either. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think uh, any any doubts can be put to rest by how choked up he was in that video. He was visibly mm. moved by the prospect of the decision that he'd made, and I think the fact that he insisted on breaking the news and he did it over Facebook and uh, let people watch him talk about the news was. Um, you know, shows a lot of respect for the fans that he has, and I've ne- I've never got the impression that he has any contempt for the fans. He's um, you know, he's a great leading man in every sense of the word because he gets really involved, and I'll always appreciate that, even though I've never met the guy. I've certainly always got the impression that that, that he he's someone who who really really appreciates his fans. Just with with, with like the way that he interacts um, with with people on, on on social media it's always seemed to me like that that, that he is always slightly bemused like uh, by, uh, by 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 how, how many millions of people think think he's absolutely absolutely brilliant and that he's he's, he's always doing what, what he can to to live up to those those expectations that the people the people have of him and he just comes across like, as as a, a genuinely friendly person yeah, and and some and somebody that somebody that you could have an, an actual conversation with um outside of what, what what he's famous for yeah and i've seen him appear on certain things i mean i don't know if anybody listens to michael rosenbaum's podcast uh, he used to be Lex Luthor in Smallville, if people don't know. Um, but he set up a podcast where he basically interviews people um, by, you know, just getting them round to his house to have a chat and recording it. And um, he himself sees it as kind of therapy for himself because he get, it's an outlet for him to just talk about his experiences as well. And Stephen Amell was on one episode and he, he did seem very genuine there as well. And I've seen interviews here and there. I've watched a bunch of his Facebook Live stuff um, where he does seem very genuine I've never really heard anyone say a bad word about him who's met him at conventions and things like that. So I would love to meet the guy one day. And, you know, if he's listening to this interview, please, <laughs> we'll I'll get you on the podcast. We'll we'll talk. Um, you know, I spoke to Echo Kellum. He'll never remember me, but, you know, he, he'll vouch for me, maybe. Um, so, yeah, and I don't disagree with his his reasoning behind deciding to move on because... Yeah, why not? I mean, he's given he's given a lot, and I think the legacy, if not of Arrow, of the universe itself, will outlive him in that sense. You know, and I mean, I suppose that was one of the the open questions that I had ahead of this was: Do you think this is a the start of the Arrowverse winding down to some degree? Um, I'm sure I read a rumor somewhere that Legends and Arrow were finishing next season, which I didn't put any stock in because of the source was. Well, was not reputable, but now that Arrow is winding down next season, it's possible that Legends could be on the way out next season as well. So I wonder if this is the actual universe itself starting to kind of peter off. I would be quite surprised if if that were the case, because there's there's certainly no um no shortage of material that they can 
draw from for like new characters and new shows. And I think Legends itself like, is is a bit of a special case, um, in more ways than one, um, <laughs> because it's it's populated like by by characters like who do like who 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 no, who no longer fit in any any Arrow Arrowverse. So they, they've already become surplus to requirements, and because now they've fully embraced the insanity of it, then I, I would I would think that the, the, everyone would, would would just be having too much fun to, to want to call it quits. Yeah, but then there's the expense of that show versus the ratings that they don't get. So maybe that eventually mm. will, you know, will make a decision for them. But um, in terms, of, I mean, I don't know how much longer they plan to keep the Flash running. The thing is, the the main difference between Arrow and the Flash for me, I mean, other than well, the bun- there's a bunch of differences, but the main one is the arrow. Arrow changes up the the status quo all the time. You know, there is always kind of a version of the original status quo that you, you because that's why you watch the show, right? Because you like these characters and the way they interact. And you know, as I said before, like um, on our brief mid-season podcast that we somehow managed to do in like less than an hour. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, Forget involved pizza. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, um, no, it was. It was oh, it was uh, wasn't McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> but, other, uh, other burger places are available. Yeah, yeah. Um, depends who's sponsoring us that week. We can yeah, eat that whatever is, you want. That is true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think I said on that one that um, you always come back to that baseline of you will have a version of Team Arrow infiltrating a giant warehouse um, in order to fight some guys, and you'll have Felicity on the computer, and you'll have different people in different positions throughout that but that core kind of thing you know that's what arrow is it's the action adventure thing where the um the as a team infiltrate somewhere and and whatever else so you they, they retain that but it's also changed so much whereas the flash doesn't the flash has retained the same tired status quo for five years so in theory it could perpetuate forever where they just have this glut of season after season of main villain introduced in first episode main villain makes himself known in a big way eighth episode main you know and so on and it's i mean it's just tiresome um i know this season of the flash got off to a strong start but now it's very tedious because of just nothing's happening uh and i always feel an arrow that there's something deeper going on even in the lesser seasons and then also in a flash you've got interspersing all of those key story beats for for the primary villain are uh, about a dozen villains of the week that are there and gone like in nothing and yeah. make absolutely no no Im- impact on the show or the plot line whatsoever and some of whom are, are arguably more interesting characters than the one whose master plan is being dragged out for the best part of a year yeah so i think it's a testament to that that it's kind of worked within the network tv show framework and made and made something that does change and does grow and with characters that are flawed but are also always growing. And it's become bigger than Oliver Queen and it became bigger than Oliver Queen pretty quickly with you know, the establishment of a team after his solo crusade in the first season. And I think it'd be a shame to wind down the universe itself and I'm not sure it will happen. Although I think without Arrow propping it up, I wonder if people will start to get a bit tired of the other ones it, because they aren't as good. I think it depends on what new life they bring to it. I don't think they'll wrap up the entire universe. I think, yeah, okay, Arrow's going, maybe Legends, maybe Flash even, uh, they'll eventually put an end date on. But if they continue to bring new things in, like Black Lightning and Batgirl and all those sorts of shows, if they keep adding to the the roster, as stuff drops off, there should be new favourites and new varieties of doing it. 
The thing is that you've got to make sure that these shows have something a bit unique and a bit different that brings people back. Because if the new shows just follow the same format with different characters and the exact same routine with different characters, you're going to sit there and go, ah, do you know what? I don't want to see this because this is just the arrow, but different characters, not interested. I think if there's something new that sort of drags people in, you know, you still keep sort of relationships and bits in there. But, you know, I, I think if you, they do something new, then it will carry on. It's only if they, they get a bit stodgy in their method that there'll be problems. Also, I don't know what the background wrangling style stuff is over what characters are allowed and when they're allowed to involve them, what villains are allowed, you know. I I have I have the feeling that some of the negotiations and bits that are going on with the likes of the Warner Brothers and the like are okay you can't have this character you can't have this villain you can't have this because you know we're keeping all these in different different places so that we can use them for film or another tv thing or another this or another that and i don't know how much of that is part of why they're struggling with some of the shows at the moment well there yeah i mean there's the definite limitations it's like oh you can't use deadshot anymore because will smith's playing him Mm. uh so kill him please uh, Amanda Waller, she's going to be in that Suicide Squad movie that nobody's going to want to watch, so uh, kill her too. Uh, okay, you can't have the Suicide Squad anymore. Uh, okay, what will we call them now? Uh, Ghost uh, Initiative. <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah. do. Yeah, like, uh, okay. Um, bomb, bomb Squad, Head yeah. People, Bad <laughs> Villains, Do Good uh, Squad. <laughs> there we I think go, there that'll is do. an element of yeah. that, but there's also the possibility of working within the framework of what you have and you make you enhance things. I mean, they've you know, they delivered the best version of Deathstroke I think we'll ever see. Well, maybe not ever see, but a good version of Deathstroke anyway, and one that will be tough to beat. Um, they can always play with different villains and, and ramp them up. I mean, I don't think anybody would have ever expected Damien Dark to be such a, mm. a prominent figure in anything, you know, and, and that, that's the beauty of TV. You can take this tiny, obscure character and you can make them really meaningful. But um, I think in terms of the fact that it's only 10 episodes of its eighth season, it feels a bit schedule to me because that'll take us up to Christmas, right? Which is when all the shows go offline anyway for a few weeks. So this could be the debut of Batwoman in January in that slot. Uh, once Arrow finishes. Could be. I wasn't sure if that was more timed. Um, we've done the spoiler klaxon and I suppose it happened ages ago anyway, but the, the, the crossover territory... You know, where Oliver made his, his bet or his deal. Um, I suppose it sort of takes them up to almost that point, doesn't it? Well, it'll be slightly after that point, assuming they keep the same episode mm. uh, count. So I would expect the crossover will happen in episode eight. If I wouldn't expect the crossover to be the exit of Stephen Amell from the show. It would, certainly wouldn't be the Arrow finale. No. Because I don't think that's fair. I mean, it is in a sense because it did start this whole universe, so it'd be almost fitting for it to end while being presided on by this universe. But I think it will have its own finale that kind of celebrates itself because, you know, it's established a lot in its in of itself without outside of all that kind of interconnected stuff. Although, um, and Stephen Amell has said that you know, I might be back at some point. I mean, I don't know. Like, death doesn't mean death mm. in, in this world. You know, there's been that many people brought back from the dead or <laughs> brought down from other Earths or whatever. Or never dead in the first place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's fine. But um, I, I don't know. 
I kind of have this vision in my head of the end of the end of Crisis on Infinite Earths being Oliver Queen's funeral, where uh, Kara sings "Arrow in the Wind" to you know <laughs> to, to end it all. So um, we're available, I mean, writers' room. <laughs> totally steal my idea. Just, yep, just take that Elton John song "Candle in the Wind," replace every instance of the word "candle" with "arrow." It will still make no sense, but <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of want to see that now. But I think, yeah, so I think um, it could be that the crossover ends with, right, okay, you've sacrificed yourself, you now have like two weeks to uh, say goodbye to everybody, so better get around everybody you know and shake their hand, uh, as you did (laughs) in the season six finale. I don't know, uh, how do you think his exit will bow out? I I don't know, see, I I, I suspect it will be part of the crossover thing and then I'm trying to work out how they do the two episodes at the other side if they stick to the roster now my theory is either that they do the the two episodes on the other side are you know the grief of the remaining team whatever shape that may be in with flashbacks to what led up to what happens in the crossover potentially or what's been going on in the background to that but I really don't know. I mean, because we don't know how this season's going to particularly wrap itself up. So yeah. uh, trying to trying to work out what they're going to be fighting or doing in the next uh, season is very, very, very difficult. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see him get a good send-off. I would like the other shows to be involved because they've all kind of spawned from Arrow. I mean, it's it's been named the Arrowverse, for God's sake. So it's it's very much from there their thing so yeah I think go out in a big way with the other shows involved and then the final episode being a 100% arrow focused episode I think would be good yeah Andrew how do you see him exiting or the thing ending I think it'll largely depend on what what actually happens uh, during Crisis on Infinite Earths and what it is that Oliver agreed with the monitor that he was going to do. I would be very surprised if during the crossover that's when he is killed outright and that's the end of him and he's gone from there. So I suspect that something terminal will will happen to him. Uh, yeah, but but will give him enough time to have a uh, very emotional and protracted send-off um, in, invol- involving as, as, as many... Uh, uh, of the of the recurring characters from the entire run of the show as as possible, it could be two episodes like David Tennant's last few minutes as the Doctor, <laughs> where he he stops Curtis from getting ran over by a car. He, <laughs> he um he I don't know he trips someone up who's chasing Barry. I don't know just stuff like that. Just uh, little cameos here and there in other episodes. Just just generating hassle for the legends to have to go back and fix later, just out of yeah. mischief. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Uh, he introduces, I don't know, he introduces Sarah to a new woman because Ava will be gone by then. Who knows? Um, that Doctor Who exit before he gets inside the bunker and says, I don't want to go, and is enveloped by a bright light. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'm also wondering, so there's two things that that seem to be happening in Arrow at the moment, and this is where the kind of spoilers come in, uh, that suggest a kind of possible future um, for the the universe, I guess. So on one hand, you've got Emiko, who they've been setting up as the, the new Green Arrow. She's learning the craft 
Um, she has a connection to the villain, which is annoying. But I wonder if they could just create another show where she's the lead. And, you know, the show's called Green Arrow. And she's the lead. Um, and she has a supporting cast that consists of some of the characters from the the other show, like the old show, but not all of them. So her and Renee and some others, I don't know. Um, the other possibility is this bleak future that we keep seeing, um, which does seem to be the way that it's going because Zari's from that timeline as well, or from something like that timeline. Uh, so they, they could transition to the future with William, Mia and the other one, John Jr., um, yeah, the other one, the, the one who's not supposed to be there. Uh, <laughs> damn you, Barry! Damn you! <laughs> so uh, we could do that. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to watch a sepia-toned, bleak-looking future forever, but who knows? Uh, so there's a couple of possibilities for you. I think the more likely one is the Batwoman starts in January and sort of replaces it, or succeeds it, not replaces. Uh, any thoughts on that? I mean, the the possibility of spinning off with these one of these two things. Yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago that maybe the future timeline would end up getting its own spin. You know, sort of take it way out the way of the current sort of Arrowverse, so it can do its own thing without the same or quite the same constraints on it. You know, because a lot of what's written at the moment, you've got to go, right, why are they not calling Barry? Why are they not, you know, getting Supergirl over? Why aren't they doing that? So putting it in the future sort of adds a different sort of slant to it, I suppose. And it takes them out of what's known. But I think it's probably too close to Arrow as it is. And I think sort of doing a green arrow arrow spin-off i think everyone would see as a bit of a cheat and it just wouldn't get the support that it would need to to keep it going um i think i think with sort of batwoman coming along that's going to i think that's basically going to pick up what arrow is doing roughly yeah it's going to be a maybe slightly darker version of arrow over in gotham um because I think they're struggling overall with what they're wanting to do with Arrow now because it's like they've got their set characters we know the way that they would react and it's very difficult to try and shoehorn major character changes into there because you know the fans react when they go well the character would never do that even if pushed to this situation the character wouldn't do that you know it's it's a bit of a struggle so I think having these other shows will, will pick up and they've potentially got others sitting there on the back burner that they're like, okay, do you know what? We'll introduce this character and see how it goes. And then that's potentially another another spin-off, you know, another universe. Yeah, I could see Amico being the most likely one uh, because it is a present-day set show. It would be cheaper to produce in that sense. Mm. Um, and you can do a bit more back to basics, I guess. But um, it depends on how fans react to Amico, and they've not done enough with her uh, since her introduction to make me think yeah, I could watch a show about this character. I mean, I was kind of thinking that in our first episode, but then she's faded into the background so much that I'm like, meh. Mm-hmm. And, it de- you know, it depends on how what her connection to this bloody villain's all about as well, because it's, yeah. yeah, because that might just make me resent her entirely. But um, I don't know. I'm not against the idea of doing that. Um, I, 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 I just haven't warmed her. I just haven't warmed her, though. I, I don't think they would do a, a Green Arrow-like show with someone else as a Green Arrow going about doing their thing. I think 
it would just be a bit more of a cheat. I, I do think you're right, the character may crop up again, be it in Batwoman or be it in something else. Yeah, she might crop up yeah. in one of the other shows. Andrew, do you have any thoughts on whether those two things that they're maybe setting up as a future show? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that, that neither of them will end up as their own thing. Because with Emiko, it was... I mean, it was because like like her like her, her initial appearances were were revolved around the mystery of of like who who she actually was like like just like that you know, like the the identity of of this like the mystery new green arrow yeah it's by being pretty clear that that is a woman but based on like the the green arrow size and figure but no one seemed to actually figure that out which was a bit frustrating yeah <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah yeah and. Yeah, and yeah, and I agree that she she's she's not really kind of, she's not really had enough of a presence like to to warrant uh, being like uh, being kind of sure where 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 she is by definition will will be the focal point of it, and and I think if they were to try to do that, then it would be a massive failure. And with the future stuff, I'm actually pretty sure that that uh, that, that all, all of the all of the future stuff that we're seeing is actually taking place on Earth too. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, um, and. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not entirely clear like like what what the purpose of it of it is is supposed to be. Well, the fact but, that that documentary was being watched by Mia in the future kind of suggests that it's the future of Earth One. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I hadn't really thought about it being another Earth, but, but it does seem to it stacks up with the kind of future that we've seen in other ed, other shows. Like I said, the Zari thing. The episode of Legends in season one, Star City twenty forty nine, I think the episode was called that one anyway, uh, and um, Nora is also kind of from that future as well, even though you only ever see her running past the prison. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'd be that interested in the future show because the future scenes are only interesting me in so far as I don't know how this came to pass, and I'm interested to see how it did and what the other cat or what happened to some of the other characters um but i don't think it could sustain itself for very long yeah that's that's just it because the the most the, the most engaging thing about them about them so far is um is, is the fact that we don't know why we're being shown them yeah and then once we reach that point then those, those pick, pick, pick the moments like will will largely be robbed of like of like their, their own sense of identity yeah there is always the possibility that some of the characters could move to other shows. Uh, I want to see Diggle on the Flash whip them into shape. It's like, come on, guys, you're a mess. I'm here to sort <laughs> you all out. That'd be great. Diggle is the Flash drilling structure. Yeah, let's have that. Uh, I don't know. Legends it could be a bit of a dumping ground for some of them. For a wild know. dog on Legends. <laughs> Mad dog. Is it Mad dog or wild dog? Or is it? Uh, it's wild, isn't it? Wild, I can right. never remember. Yeah, one of them anyway. <laughs> Renee. Yeah, put Renee. Let's put oh, Renee. Renee on so, Legends. So he can just sit around and be exasperated by everything. <laughs> just <laughs> uh, Dinah, I don't know, shove her on Supergirl. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, put a little evil laurel on Batwoman to give Kate uh, someone to hit on every episode. Yeah, I can oh. do that. I like I like that we're working as a sort of refugee program for the, <laughs> the Arrowverse <laughs> resettlement program. Yeah. The the problem with moving these characters to other shows is I guess the right well the showrunners and so on of those shows will have their own idea of what they want to do with that. So they would only bring a character from another show if they wanted to bring that character in. Um, 
for for some kind of specific story purpose for that season. I mean, if they brought Diggle into the Flash just so he can be another voice standing around the cortex every week, you know, uh, before Barry runs off, then like, why is he here? Um, that kind of, you know, the, the the formula might just not fit him all that well. Um, I don't know where you could put Felicity. Just uh, probably give her her own spin-off because the writers love her so much. I guess, you know, just the hacker spin-off. Uh, they could call it the calculator. <laughs> so, uh, uh, up, up in smoke. Up in smoke. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. That'd be the first episode. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, I think the actors are basically operating under the assumption that they're that's it. They, they won't have jobs after next year too. Um, but it could be they get offered to move to another show. I mean, the thing is, like. Angel would often do that with, with characters, wouldn't they? Well, often, once. Uh, after <laughs> yeah, after um, midway through season one, it was like, ah, Wesley, you come here. You're, you're not being used elsewhere. We can turn you into something. On you come. Uh, Spike, you know, he was looking for a show after Buffy ended. He got to go on Angel. Um, it, could, it could be that one or two of them will turn up in another show. Yeah. Uh, Surprised just, you're not using Deep Space Nine as a reference with that, nicking characters from other shows and taking them over. Yeah, I mean, well, they only nicked, well, they nicked Worf and, and Chief O'Brien, I suppose, yeah. Um, it could happen. It just depends. I guess in the case of Worf going over at Deep Space Nine, they brought him in because it was a unique problem that only he could deal with. Um, so what, yeah, what unique reason would you have for any of these shows showing up on... Mm. Um, on another show, especially if it involves moving universes, in, in one of the cases, mm. I, I think I think they'll end up appearing as sort of guest cast and odd bits and pieces. I, I don't think they'll particularly sort of reset all a character permanently in a different show. I mean, it depends uh, on if, the actor if, commitments as well, doesn't it? It depends on actor commitments, and for some of them, uh, it'll be the same as sort of Stephen Amell. They'll be sitting there thinking, "Well, do you know what? I've given X amount of time to this show." Uh, maybe I want to try something else that isn't this character. Maybe I don't want to be uh, sitting in Vancouver dedicated to these slots for long periods of time. And they want to go off and do something else. Or they'll be sitting there going, my regular paycheck is disappearing. I want something else. You know, yeah. I wonder if they'll put me in Flash or uh, Batwoman or whatever, you know. Yes, I don't know. It's like uh, Katie Cassidy's like, the only thing they're offering me is Charmed. I don't want to be on Charmed. <laughs> <laughs> David Ramsey's like, oh, I could be on Roswell, New Mexico. What did I do to deserve this? I used to be on like the highest rated show on the network. Now I'm on Roswell, New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then every single one of them can turn up in Supernatural. Yeah, well, why not? Uh, that was funny. Because was, everyone else does. Yeah, that was funny at the end of his farewell video where he was like, it's no Supernatural, but we've had a good run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've not lasted that long, but yeah, we've done good. <laughs> I seem to remember when they got renewed for season seven. Uh, Stephen Amell tweeted like season 7 guys I'm coming for you Padalecki who knows it's it's sad though I will miss it and I'm sure there'll be I say plenty Uh, there'll be at least two more Arrow podcasts between now and the end Uh, the end of season this one and then there'll be at least three might get the first episode one next year who knows and there'll, be, and there'll be an additional bonus episode which is just us crying for a solid 20 minutes. Yep. Same as every night. Uh, <laughs> crossover, we'll do that. 
and we'll do the end of Arrow. Um, yeah. I don't really have anything more to say about it. I think we've talked long enough about a, an announcement. But um, any final remarks about this at all, Chris? No, just uh, I'll be sad to see it go. But do you know what? If it goes out on a high with really good writing for 10 episodes, then I'll be over the moon. Andrew. I'm glad that the decision's being made now like to, to, to bring it to an end so, so they can figure out exactly how, how they're going to do it so they'll be able to give the show a, 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 a proper satisfying ending that people, people can, can, can enjoy. Yeah, it's not this, oh no, we've been cancelled, let's wrap this up in like ten episodes. Crap! It's, you have ten episodes to craft your ending. Do it. And, um, good. They can do that. And I'm quite happy that that they've got that and I'm confident in the the talent involved to bring us something that will be satisfying and that will be uh, emotionally moving and all that good stuff so yeah Uh, thanks for coming on at short notice to discuss this announcement so thank you Andrew you're very very welcome and thank you Chris thank you Now, I'm going off to rewrite Candle in the Wind to put as many Arrow references in as I can. That was our discussion about the recent announcement that Arrow is coming to an end. Thanks to YouTuber Neil Stenson for the supplied music. And if you like what you heard, then please hit that subscribe button on iTunes, YouTube, or any major podcasting app. iTunes users, please supply a rating and a comment to let us know you care. If you want to discuss this or anything else, then you can find us on Facebook or Twitter under Neil Before Blog, or leave a comment on neilbeforeblog.co.uk. As always, we hope to catch you on the next Neil Before Pod.